Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Hashtag JDAB Podcast. It's episode 44. My name is Ant. Boy Boxing P. Let's talk about last Saturday's fight between Laura and Hurd. Then we're going to go into uh, Triple G, his next opponent. You know, May 5th is coming down, man. So you better start picking an opponent, man. <laughs> but uh, before we before we get into that, man, what's been going on with you, P? Um, not too much, Ant. Um, <clears throat> you know, business as usual. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same here, man. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got some good things coming up this week. We ain't going to talk about it, though, but, you know, we got some things in the lineup, right? Yeah, for sure. For oh, sure. yeah, but before we get into the boxing, I did watch the UFC 223 card. You know, it was it was, it was pretty interesting, Um, even besides that Conor McGregor drama that went down. You know, the, the Rose, Nama Yunus fight, and the Ioana fight went down pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good rematch. You know, no knockout. It was just a beatdown this time, and it was kind of like one of them rematches in boxing. Sometimes, you know, them fighters they bring that negative energy, and then they just get they get shut down. Sometimes it was like that, man. Rose just got her number, man. She got Rose her number, got- man. But but the thing about that is, like we do have in boxing, Joanna, she still won on record and said she won the fight. What's that tell she, you about? She sold you. She still went on record to say she felt she won that fight. Yeah. Man, it's just the, the sore loser syndrome and that we talk about a lot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, poor sportsmanship, you know. Yeah. You know, it's it's the thrill of vic- victory, the agony of defeat. It hurt it hurt when you when you lose, but part of character is, is being able to accept that and you know. Right. Fight on. You know what I'm saying? That, to to me, and when the person accepts a loss. That's a good thing for me to see that when 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 they do certain things in this bag because you're acting like a spoiled brat to me to be honest you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you're still getting paid millions of dollars you're still famous you still got all this stuff you know you got bested tonight and that's how it goes it's a fifty fifty chance eh? it's not a whole team it's you and another person somebody got to win somebody got to lose you know it sucks but you know you still got to be the, the the bigger man or bigger woman and face the crowd and you know, do an interview, whatever, you know. I mean, you got that's 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 part of it, eh? That's part of it. Same way you do when when you win and you happy and shouting out everybody, you gotta do it when you lose. hmm Yeah, I feel the same way because oh. like that, especially if you're going into a rematch, that rematch alone, the energy that she brings into that fight or that she brought into that fight, that kind of tells you you know, where you stand as a, as a true champion, you know, cause like, okay, the first time, if you get knocked out, you got to accept that, you know, you can keep saying it's a lucky punch or whatever, but you, you got to accept it and say, what do I need to do to change that? But if you continue to say, no, nah, that was lucky. She didn't do nothing special. You're going to go in there with the same mind frame and not change the, you know, make them adjustments and change things. And that's pretty much what happened Saturday night. You know, she thought she was the same fighter. 
that she was before. But whether you want to admit it or not, a knockout or any type of loss takes something out of takes something out of you. So you got to make a gain out of it. You know what I mean? You have to make some type of gain out of a loss. Because it's like you told me, you know, a loss is just as big as a win. <laughs> yeah. Something that, you know, we need to go back in on. But, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, enough UFC talk. Let's get into this boxing, man. Last Saturday we had Eris Landy Lara versus Jared Hurd. You know, Jared Hurd, i got to say congratulations to him. You know, he's the unified champion now. Um, <clears throat> It was pretty much spot on, like we said, you know, our last episode. Uh, it was all about Hurd's momentum. I really feel like it was Hurd's momentum that really helped him pull out this win. What do you think, man? Um, Definitely. And he needed, like, every bit of it, too, man. I mean, it definitely was an exciting fight. It was an entertaining fight. And um, both guys really got in there and performed, and really both guys really wanted to win. But, you know, the, the better man won, you know, by, by a thin margin. You know, I think the twelfth round really solidified it for him. You know, but um, it, it was just it was just a good fight, eh? hands down. You know what I'm saying? It was a good fight, definitely better than I expected. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I expected a good fight, but it was better than than I expected. You know? Yeah, a lot of people felt that you know, Laura had enough in him to make it like an easy boxing match, but like you said, there were so many, you know, equations in this math problem, like we called it, that we knew this wasn't going to be no walk in the park, you know what I mean? Like, especially like going back, when we say momentum with Hurd, it's just his, you know, physical, you know, the physical strength he possesses versus, you right. know, Laura, the many times he's been dealt the raw end, you know, it kind of puts everything on more of an even playing field. And, you know, that's what this fight was. It kind of was even playing at times. It was kind of like a seesaw, you know, yeah. like I felt Laura, he was winning a little bit of the first half. Mm -hmm. And then after that, whenever, he felt, I think there was a point in that fight when he felt like, you know, he knew and deep down inside, like Hurd wasn't going anywhere. Didn't you kind of see that in there? Yeah. Like there was times when he was hitting Hurd with some clean punches, but it was times he almost looked like he was kind of breathing out of his mouth. Like I'm really working here. Hurd's really making me work and he's not going anywhere, you know, and it was just that will. He just kept coming forward, walking through him and saying sooner or later he'll break. And that's kind of what he was doing. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, that takes away your confidence when you're hitting the guy with everything, and you don't see you don't see nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this guy's still coming, so um, that definitely had to play a part into Laura's psyche. Like, whoa, I'm yeah. having a long night. You know what I'm saying? And the and the thing about it too, and <clears throat> I think it was after even after we had did that episode, and I was talking to different people, you know, about the fight. And most people were like, oh, man, oh, Lars going to outbox this kid. Oh, he's, oh, Lars too slick. And all the stuff that I know about Lars, but, I mean, you still got to do the equation. At, you know what I'm saying? You still got to do the math equation. You know what I'm saying? And um, But I was surprised by how many people definitely had Lars just going in there, you know, kind of just outclassing this guy. You know, um, and I'm definitely – a Laura fan, but like you said, you got to do the equation. You got to see what both guys are bringing to the table and, you know, and put all the data and to get the answer. And, um, you know, like we said, we kind of called it how, how it played out or whatever. I mean, anything could happen, but we called it how, how, it, how, how it played out. And, um, 
I think a lot of that was due to a lot of the factors that we said, and like you say, the momentum, you know, the age with Law, you know, the the the, the size. I mean, even the size of uh, Hurt. I mean, if he can really, really, really master fighting tall, he can really be dangerous at that at that at that at that height. I I, I thought that he fought a good fight. I thought the height troubled Laura a little bit. <clears throat> what do you think, Ant? You think it was? I think, really? I think it did because what some people don't know in boxing that I've learned sometimes, you know, having to throw higher does kind of take energy out of you know because you you yeah. you versus jabbing here, you're jabbing way up here, so you know you got to have the upper body strength, right? You're going you against really, gravity, <laughs> bro. So right. it's done, so, you know. Especially like. You okay? You you may have trained for that, but you in a fifteen round. I mean, you in a twelve round fight. You know, so when you in twelve rounds, just constantly having to do that against a guy who's going to be standing tall, it's going to break you down. Especially when you're not getting the reaction out of him that you want. You know, he's not backing up from these punches. You know, he's still right there where he was before. You know, and I really think height, the height played. It definitely played a big, big advantage in that win. You know what I mean? And um, another thing too, like I feel hers, you know, I feel like hers confidence was just through the roof. Yeah. You know, he's a guy, like I said, he's knocked everybody out and stopped everybody since 2014. So he's in that confident mind where like you can't tell me nothing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And sometimes people don't understand confidence; it can beat technical skill if you know what I mean, right? Sometimes right. confidence can trump that. You know what I mean? Like you going to be the best guy that's tech. Text, best textbook fighter ever, but if this other guy here who doesn't know any better, and he he has a confidence with what he has, he can just weather the storm, you know. Right. And that's what he did. He weathered it, man. Right. And then, like you say, the confidence plays into like the mental game, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, if you got the skills to pay the bills, but they not really working, but to your eyes, they not really working. That can play in your head mentally. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Just because you hurt a guy, a guy don't let you necessarily let you know that he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's, it, you're playing chess in there, Ant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A guy might get hit you with a body shot. He, he don't really have to wince or let you know that that hurt him, but he's hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you, you, you're playing that game in there. So definitely um, all those factors came into play with that fight. And then even like the uh, round 12, the knock, the knockdown, it was like, her just zonked him on the top of the head. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that height just, you know, but um, overall, it definitely was was a good fight. And Laura definitely don't have nothing to be ashamed of, no reason to hang, hang his head low because for his age, he definitely performed at a high, high level. You know, he just he just was up against a, a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? He was up against a lot and, um, you know, fell a little short. Yeah, um, to get up from that knockdown, too, that impressed me, you know, like, because he really looked worn out at that point. He could have just yeah. stayed down because this was already championship rounds. He could have said, I don't want to get up. I don't want anymore. But that heart. Of, yeah, that heart. So, like, once we say, you know, another fighter has more momentum, that doesn't necessarily mean he has more heart than another guy because, you know, Laura, he always comes to fight. It's just the fact that, you know, somebody like Hurd is just, you know, He's still young and he has more hunger right now, and and he and he really showed that. But um, 
the fight, man, it really reminded me of like you remember Evander Holyfield and George Foreman, man, that that fight? Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of that, just you know, the the pace of it. They just kept throwing. Yeah. And it was always in each other's face, you know, at the same time he was trying to box, but he had no choice to be in George Foreman's face, you know. Evander did, but it was just like they they both showed good chins and they both showed a lot of at the same time, a lot of technique and action. Yeah, I mean, even like Herd's style brought out uh, to 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 me a very entertaining performance from um, Law. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't able to really be slick. He had to really get in there and fight and keep this guy try to keep this guy off of him because Herd was coming and, and nothing was deterring him. You know what I'm saying? He hit him with everything but the kitchen sink and nothing was deterring this kid. He was he was going to. Do what he had to do that night, and um, it's just a good fight, man. It's, it's funny. Good. It was funny when you mentioned that part where you were saying like a guy don't show that they get hurt because there was a point where I think Laura hit him with like an uppercut. You could just hear it clip him, but homeboy he just kept walking back down, man. It was like it was yeah. like his legs wanted to stop for a minute, like but he just kind of went up, but then he just started walking back forward and was coming coming right for Laura. And I think that was one of the points where Laura was like, "Oh shit," you know. He was like, I got my work cut out for me tonight, you know? Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was as close as it was. It was a split decision, but like I said, I can't argue with her getting it, you know? Yeah. I definitely can't argue with that. Some he people say 12, man, you know, just, yeah. you know, that was a 10 8 round right there. So, mm-hmm. uh, what's, what's, what's next for, what's next for both guys, though, Ant? What's next for Lars? Is it, is it, is it time to hang it up or he got a couple fights left? I think he got some more fights in him. I think Laura got some more fights. Like, you know, he it wasn't like he went out and, you know, it wasn't like he went out on his back or like he was unconscious. And, you know, before that, before this fight, you know, he he had some wins, you know. He was still giving guys trouble. So I think he has a few more fights in him. It's hard to say. Um, maybe he could have a rematch again. I don't know. Maybe he could give her the rematch, you know. That uh, you know, I think that would probably kind of judge gauge where he's at, or you know, Kell Brook is at one fifty four. Why not? You know what I mean? Another good one. You know, I think Kell Brook could. Uh, I think if Kell Brook could survive with somebody like Laura more though, more so than a guy like Heard. You know, of course, because you know Heard Kell Brook that just spells R.I.P. for Kell Brook. You know. Yeah. So I think yeah, Laura, he still got it. He still has some fights in him on a B and C level. Yeah. And um as for Hurd though, you know, I think Hurd, he um he he he's ready for that Charlo fight, man. He he ready for to be undisputed because right now I got him as the number one guy, man. Yeah. What about you? Um Yeah, I mean, as for Laura, I mean there's definitely a few more fights out there if If he still wants it, Ant. you know what I mean? If he don't want it no more or the hunger, the desire ain't there no more, then he probably need to go ahead and just, you know, walk off into the sunset. He definitely still, there's still some fights out there, some guys out there that I think that he could beat and be very, very, or be very, very competitive with. But when when a guy starts getting older, you really have to start questioning how, how bad do they really want it, Ant? You know what I'm saying? So it depends on where, where his head is at in the game. Um, but definitely a few more fights left out there for him. And um, as far as Hurd, I mean, 
everybody saw the fight. Everybody heard the trash talk. I mean, it's it's, it's one thing. It's one thing to happen right now, eh? And him and Charlo. That's that's that, that's the hottest ticket right now. Yeah. So I mean, they both they're young, they're strong. It's an even playing field. You know, it's no ten year, five, six year age gap. These guys are close in age. They both young. They both hungry. They're both. They're both like at the cusp too, and see, and that's another thing too, and the, the 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 sidebar this real quick with Laura. So like her is is like on the cusp of becoming the star, whatever he is. Laura's been 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 out there for years. So how, what how does that play in your mind when you're not really on the cusp of anything? You know what I mean? It's not like he's a young guy in this fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. As though the young guy. So as far as Charlo and and her, both of them are on the cusp of being good or bad or whatever they're going to be, you know. And this fight would just be very, very, very um, meaningful. And w- w- what happens next with these guys? Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it because I see a herd Charlo fight is the same way as I see the Thurman and Spence fight. You know what I mean? Like. Neither one of them is like this big, big superstar. Like the way Thurman talks about Spence fight, he thinks it's like a superstar fight, but it's still kind of on that level of you just both of you just got your belts and it's it's time to decide who's the best and who's gonna reign exactly. for the longest. You know, who's in it to, for the long haul. So I think that the Herd Laura fight was a good matchup because it shows you that Herd he got the veteran out of the way. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for, you know, the other young hungry line. Same, you know. About the same similar records, you know, they both got belts, they both undefeated. Exactly. So now that you got heard past him, now you got Charlo. So now they're on that same level. Yeah, it could either be it's a make or break thing, you know. Yeah, it's a make or break thing, and that's what we need to see. You know what I mean? We need to see these guys just in there wanting to test themselves against a guy who they might think is better than them. You know what I'm saying? Or a guy who. The world considers the best or better than them. I mean, that's that, that that should be in in the fighters' chat. Man, I, I need to know. I need to know for me whether we spawn or not. I need to know if I'm better than this dude. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's something I I I I, I think I would want to know. And and it's just like, you know, of course the money comes into play, but the money is going to come. Trust me, if you do these fights, Ant, it'll this come after the money. This is mm-hmm. how you fight the world and generate you know, money and garner attention from the world by putting on these top-level fights. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because you know any of these fights will be, it, it, they could go down as classic fights. And definitely fight of the year, already just thinking about them. You know what I mean? Just just, just looking at the styles that's coming together. Yeah. Or the skills the skills that are on the table. Yeah, that's why That's why when I see, you know, a champion like, uh, like her and then one like Charlo, you can't help but, you know, try to get in their mind frame and say, you know, oh, this guy, he's trying to climb the same ladder I'm climbing. So we're going sooner or later, we're going to meet somewhere, you know, halfway or, or at the top. And then, you know, that's this is going to be my real test, you know, because why would you not want to test yourself? You know, he has the other belts, you know what I mean? So, exactly. you know, they can't be two champions. And, that, and that's my thing. That's not even really testing yourself, man. It's like, Solidify finding out who who who's gonna own these belts. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah, gonna yeah, own these yeah. belts? You got a belt. That makes it even that takes it up another level. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's mm-hmm. like you got something I need. And I got yeah. something you need. Yeah. So 
know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's just, you know. That's why I say I like, I like the odds on this fight. Actually, you know, it seems like it's really actually going to happen because when you ask Charlo or when you ask Heard about it, they're both like, "Hey, let's make it happen." Yeah. You know, you know, Charlo he supposedly got a date set for October, an open date. So with that date open, you know, the fight could possibly happen. You know, yeah. And and that that's the talk we like to hear. You know, when we see Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford going back and forth. To me, that's real because they saying, yo, let's do it. What's up? It's not no, oh, man, you need to face somebody. For, oh, man, you ain't no big – oh, it ain't none of that bullshit. And it's, all right, what's up? All right, let me know. You know what I'm saying? That That's what we need, man. That's what we need. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly Got all this shucking and jiving and, you know, all these politics. We don't need that. You know, yeah. these guys – so we know that fight is going to happen. It's just a matter of time when. You know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, a question mark. It's going to happen because both of them want it. The herd and Charlo fight. That's gonna happen because both guys want it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we want. That's what we want to see, eh? Exactly, man. Cause like like I said, um when fighters try to gauge a fight on their own and try to decide legendary status before you even before you even know what being a legend is, you know, that's that's when you kind of get pissed off because like not too long ago, Danny Garcia was saying, Oh yeah, um, Spence fight and the Thurman fight do sound interesting, but I kind of want to build it up like Mayweather and Pacquiao did. You can't do that. <laughs> you know, you can't decide that because Pacquiao before that fight, before he was even, you know, at no, near 147, he already had a resume, you know? Exactly. Same with Mayweather. He already had a resume. They established fighters. When they came together, that was just a matter of time, you know, just to finally say, hey, we might as well cash out. Exactly. But, the fight, like you say, and the fight was kind of already made because of their resumes. Oh, well, look at these guys. Oh, look at these guys. Y'all, those guys don't have that resume. Just be like, do these guys need to clash? It's not even really, you know, when you look at Floyd and, and Manny's resume, he was like, oh, these guys got a media. They didn't fought everybody, they fought everybody else out except for each other. Exactly, yeah, because when I used to see Mayweather and Pacquiao, their records, I say, damn, they beat everybody while they fight. But, but when I'm looking at somebody like Thurman and Spence at the moment, I'm like, they need to fight. Because I'm like, who else is on their resume right now? I'm like, nobody really. They need to fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. That's the difference. They don't, have leg- they don't have legends on their resume yet. So exactly. this fight is something that's in the making. So just just do it. You know, they can, t- they can take a lesson from her and Charlo right here. <laughs> right. right. They, they, people got to realize that Floyd didn't need Manny on his resume. Manny didn't need Floyd on his resume. They, they, had, they was already... Guaranteed Hall of Famers. They were already solidified. You know, that fight was just like the icing on the cake. Y'all need each, y'all need some names on y'all resume. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They need them because it's a lot more fighters at 147 too. It's not just like y'all are the two top dogs necessarily. It's a lot of other guys in the mix too. So somebody names got to be on people's resumes, and I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Somebody name was going to be, you know, it's, it's, we can't, it's inevitable. Yeah. Hey, you some. Know? Some of those names need to be on resume. Somebody got to be a winner. Somebody got to be a loser. Exactly. It's, you know, it's just, it's, it's got to happen. It's going to happen. So, you know, I mean, that, that's the difference. You know, Floyd and Manny, we looked at that like, oh, yeah, well, they ain't facing everybody else. There's nobody else. We like, y'all, okay, y'all both the same age. All the stats match for y'all to meet up right now, not 30 years from now. 
You know what I mean? That legacy, that that was a whole different thing. People can't even compare to that, man. You know, Floyd was in the game 20 years before that fight even happened. You can't, dang, these guys, feet ain't even wet yet, ain't I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you look at the welterweight division, like, do all these welterweights in the division expect them to, do they all expect to come out on top? You know what I mean? Like, you got the Porter, Garcia, Thurman, Spence, um, Crawford. Do, do you think all, do you really believe that all five or six of these guys feel like they're they're the man? <laughs> they're like this is the one man in the division without actually having to face each other. Granted, Thurman he fought Porter and Garcia. Well, that just weeds out too, right? Right. But but the rest of them have to face each other, right? Face each other. You know what I'm saying? Have to face each other, and it's like to me, somebody like a Terrence Crawford, he didn't already analyze each person and what he would need to do. To beat them. Some people ain't even thinking that far, and you know what I mean? Because they ain't thinking, oh, I ain't fighting him. Shit. Shit, I ain't I ain't never gonna fight him. I don't need to think about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crawford, he like the right now, he like the assassin. You know what I mean? He's like he's like plotting, you know, he's like, oh, I gotta take this guy out to get to the next yeah. one. And he's scratching names off his list, you yes. know. So Yes, yes. Shout out to Terrence Crawford. Did you see his picture the other day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was up in the tree, ain't up in the tree. Yo, yeah. that shit. I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm looking over the 147 pound division. That that yeah. that was, that was yeah, gangster right there. Oh, you man, so that's what it's like. An assassin, just yeah. you know, plotting, man, and that's what you got to do, man. He up in the tree like a black black panther. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Looking yeah. down. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that was was good shit. But you know, we, uh, people we, need. You know, get get into the mind state at that. You know, is 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 y'all fighters? L- l- listen to your occupation. Listen to what's in the, y'all job title. Fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, no. I gotta fight, man. I gotta no, fight. Yeah, no ducking and dodging, none of that. You know, just make it happen. Like they can, everybody can learn from this. Heavyweight division can learn from this too. You know, so. Yeah, whenever they announce this fight, heard um, Charlo, I'm gonna be ready for this, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it look like it's it, it, it'll be happening. That like we say, both guys won it. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure, man. Um, anything else you want to say on this before we jump on to the next one? No, that's that's it, man. All right, cool. Um, well, as you know, since uh, Triple G Canelo Triple G two is canceled, you know Triple G he's been looking for an opponent. You know they've been throwing names out there, but it, it still seems like they're not really on a solid opponent yet. And you know May fifth is coming down, so it's looking like he's he's going to have to choose a certain opponent that they throw his way, or they might cancel the date. But um, you were saying that they they've been looking at uh, what's his name, Gary O'Sullivan, right? That I name? mean, I don't know how official that was, and I have seen mm-hmm. some I've seen the picture, you know, some stuff with the O'Sullivan guy on there, or whatever. But you know, that fight definitely didn't pique my interest. No, no, it didn't. It didn't. I'm not really interested. I guess the main question is there's so many guys right now that showed interest in taking this fight. Just because it's not Canelo, does Triple G really deserve like a step down in this or almost like a gimme win? Um, No, because, I mean, even though it's not his fault, you know, Canelo is one who tested dirty and all that and all this debacle is not his fault. The fans have still been built up for some excitement, you know what I mean? A good fight, and it's just like, to me, I mean, being a Triple G fan, you giving us 
in there with a C fighter, B minus fighter. That's just not. That's just not palatable after we had Canelo on our plate. You know what I'm saying? Um, right, even though right. we're definitely not getting Canelo, we need something else that. You know, I mean, something something else, not just a regular fighter. The 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 O'Sullivan that don't have to be on Cinco de Mayo, eh? You know what I'm saying? Like we say, you, you got one of the most prominent dates in boxing, and you want to fight somebody that, you know, America don't know. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, I just, I mean, yeah, it, 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 didn't sit, it didn't sit well with me. And like I said, even though I'm a fan of Triple G and it's not his fault, but, you know, being a fan, I still want to see a good fight, eh? and I want to see a fight that I can be like, well, damn, you know, I did want to see the Canelo fight, but this one was all right too. This one, you know, turned out to be, you know, but you need a name for that. I don't want a, a, a random and I just have to watch the fight to find that out. I want to name this one, make me want to watch the fight and feel like, oh, okay, I know what this guy brings to the table. Oh, he fighting boo-boo. Oh, he a southpaw. He do this. He do, you know what I'm saying? It's, it brings a different level of understanding to the fight. If I know if if the guy is, is is known, you know, we can go and watch tape. I mean, we can go and really we can watch tape of him in there with a, a high caliber guy and say, Oh, well, he was in there with this guy. He took all his punches. You know, this guy, we can watch tape, but we can't watch tape to really gauge him if he ain't never fought nobody. So it's just it's it's two thumbs down at pretty much on O'Sullivan. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, once you look at it too, it's like the word is that they overlook Jamal Charlo, you know, Jamal Charlo is the number one contender for, you know, one of uh, Super G's belts. And you would think that they would go ahead and, you know, take the fight with him since he's the next in line. And on the side, you know, like with the UFC, sometimes if somebody has to pull out, they go ahead and pull in that next big guy, you know, and you kind of got to face him. That's the one thing I kind of respect the UFC about, like whenever, uh, could be last, you know, last Saturday, his opponent couldn't fight. You know, they went in for the next type of, you know, what next champion, Max Holloway, you know. Yeah. But, of course, he didn't get clear, so they went in for somebody else. You know, then they kind of go down the rankings. Right. You know, they try to make it a champion versus champion thing. But this situation here, it's like, that's how I was feeling. Like, they just kind of felt like if Canelo can't do it, let's just go ahead and, you know, take an easy win and hold out for the next time Canelo's ready. But you can't really do that because, like we said, everybody's already feeling like Triple G needs to be in there with the next big challenge, you know. Like, yeah, of course, you're not going to find that superstar like Canelo, but at least find the more solid opponent that's going to give uh, Triple G a tough fight. That's what I'm saying. To me, I can't understand why he, you know, would pass on the Charlo fight if Charlo can make that happen because – I mean, you got you. You trained hard for Canelo. You didn't train hard to go ahead and necessarily knock somebody out in one round. So, I mean, even like they say, sometimes if a fighter if he gets a first round knockout, he don't really get to exert all of that energy from the training camp. You know what I'm saying? And he's still kind of, still kind of hyped up because he even trained part of that. Yeah, he didn't really climax on it, so. I'm just saying he should have – I know he was training hard because he thought this was a big challenge and he should want to face, you know, to me, 
I'm not saying the biggest challenge out there, but another guy that's on that level that will make you want to work. I mean, you did train super hard. I know you did. This was, you know, another huge fight. So why, you know, go in there and just blow the energy on a tomato can? Yeah. Yeah. Why? What, what is that they call call it? Blue balls? Yeah. <laughs> you were, when you were thinking, when you were saying he didn't get the climax, right? yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I was thinking of. He might just walk out there with blue balls. That's yeah, a all that, yeah. all that energy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, like we posted on Instagram, three opponents that I felt, you know, would have been good for this fight, and they showed interest in it, were Danny Jacobs. You know, he was interested in a rematch, which was, you know, that seemed like it would have been his number one choice. And then uh, Demetrius Andre, you know, boo-boo, he was going all over Twitter saying, hey, call me, call me, I'll take this fight, you know? And then the number three guy was uh, that Sergey Dovichenko. You know, he was willing to jump in there. He said, you know, he would take the fight. So you got three guys right here, you know, three named guys here that a lot of hardcore fans know. You know, of course, they're not on Canelo's level, but they're the next best thing, you know. Once this guy's out of the way, he can't fight, you go down to the next best fights, you know. So why can't you take on one of these three guys, you know? Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't understand that. You know, I mean, like I said, it's not Canelo, I mean, Triple G's fault, but it's not, it's not the fans' fault either. Ain't? It's not mm-hmm. our fault either. I mean, a lot of the fans working regular jobs, you know, spending their hard-earned money to get Showtime every month, or to buy a pay-per-view, or even to actually go out and really support you guys, man. And um, you know, I mean, I understand this business and everything, but. You know, to go from Canelo, it's like going from, you know, a fighter to a C. And it's just like, I don't think that's, I don't even think that's a good thing to do for his brand, to be honest. And you know what I'm saying? He needs to say, he need to be on some shit. Man, I ain't get Canelo. I took the next motherfucker and I blazed him too. You know what I'm saying? That's the attitude he need to be having. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he couldn't do it. All right, cool. I got, who's next in line? Boom. Him. Bam. Got yeah. him out of there. Who's next? That's the that's the mentality he need to be having. You know what I'm saying? But like they said, and he just turned what 36. I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, the clock is ticking too. Definitely ticking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you would think he want to go ahead and take one of these fights because, like, what did you just say before that? You know, these are these are fighters, right? <laughs> they get right. paid to fight. So, you know, why not take on the next big challenge? You don't get paid to choose who you fight you know what i mean i mean you can but you know we'll of course but you know that'll say something what type of champion you are but i mean in triple g's case you got three solid opponents here that want to step in there with you so i don't even know um i can't remember the other guy's name i was just talking about before sullivan they were talking about trying to fight this young undefeated guy so i'm like why would you even try to face this kid he's like 20 i think he's like 21 and 0 and why would you try to put somebody like that in the ring? You know, he's still on the come up. And then you want to try to make, try to sell that as a big fight where I just beat an undefeated kid, you know? Yeah, they were yeah. trying to kind of sell it at that angle. But I was like, that that fight didn't get clear because it was like, no, nah, you got to fight somebody, you know, at a higher rank. So instead, it looks like they're going backwards. Instead of trying to fight the bottom, they're going to go up to the next, not too far from the bottom. You know what I mean? Instead I hope of trying not. to fight no number two guy, so I hope not. I hope not. But at the end of the day, all this could have been avoided if that man had a, not ate some contaminated meat, <laughs> like he said. 
You know what yeah. I mean? It, yeah. it, this turned into a tailspin of a whole bunch of nonsense now. You know what I mean? And who 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 stand to lose the most? The fans, eh? We the one, you know, we the ones who watch you guys. You know what I mean? So we gonna stand to lose, eh? Because we gonna get a bullcrap fight because a bunch of nonsense went down. It's it's like you say, the month of May pretty much is is ruling for us now. You know what I'm saying? Mean? Everything just seems like it's going, you know, south, man. Like. Here's my question then. Would you rather just see the date canceled or would you rather see him take on Osella? No, I'd rather him cancel it, man. I'd rather him cancel it. Here, but at the end of the day, is this too. Okay, cancel it. He don't get a paycheck. He got bills to pay. He got a family to take care of. You know, all because of somebody broke the rules. It still go back to that. You know what I mean? This man, you know, won't be able to get a paycheck, you know, because of, of, of some nonsense. But before you go do some bullshit and be charging people, I'd rather just cancel it. You know what I mean? But then cancel it for who and for what? I mean, what's, what's, is he going to wait for Canelo? Because Canelo got two years suspension. You know, what, what's going to happen? You know, what's, what will what, 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 what we lined up? Because we need, we need to know that too. Because mm-hmm. if you're canceling it, okay, well, I'm not gonna do this right now, y'all. But in September, I'm gonna do this. We need, we need, we need something, man. We need something. You know what I mean? And after Canelo, it's only two fights out there that really can be made: man. Jacobs and Charlo for him. Outside of that, it's really or one more though man, that I will see. Oh, the boo boo fight. I mean the boo boo too, but my boy. Oh, oh, Billy Joe. Yeah, yeah, Billy he was Joe. in the mix. He was in the mix, too. He said he would have taken the fight. Billy Joe. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you know, those three, Billy Joe, Charlo, Danny Jacobs, are three that I'll take in the heartbeat. I mean, the boo-boo thing, that's cool, too, but I just don't like the fact that boo-boo, we ain't been seeing you do nothing, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's... it's it, I would like to see his skills match up against Triple G, but in the in, in the sake of fairness, like you know, does he deserve a title shot right right now? You know, I mean, and then like that's a dangerous fight for him not to be active. You know what I mean? But um, he more so need to be in there with uh, Sergey Dovachenko. You know, they kind of want that next gen. You know, next generation after Triple G. They they yeah. kind of want that level. Like the fight with Triple G could. It could happen, and then it couldn't happen, you know, and I would still be happy. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Even maybe if they fought him and the, Rus- and the Russian guy, I can't say his name, man. Oh, Dovachenko? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the winner may be in contention, you know, for Triple G. Okay, okay, you know, maybe so, but, you know, we, we need to see more from some of these people. But the front, the, definitely the front runner is Danny Jacobs for having the closest fight with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then Charlo for just kind of being the next, you know, in line, young line. And then Billy Joe Sanders more for the entertainment value. And Damn. that probably would be the most interesting fight out of all three of them, man. I ain't going to lie. I think it would. And I think it would be for Triple G's, you know, pockets. It would be the biggest fight. He could take that to the UK yeah, and it would, yeah. That, 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 I mean, when I think about that fight, 
I see a fun fight, and I don't see violence and what's busted. I just see, I mean, I see a good fight, but I see a very entertaining, fun fight. You know what I'm saying? I really do. I really do. You know what I'm saying? And just, I think, yeah, yeah. I think the trash talk would be more funny. Yeah, it would be you funny. Know how Triple G be talking, and you know how Saunders went on the record to say certain things. It would be funny. Exactly. Exactly. Then with the accent and everything to come into play, but you see what I'm saying? Like a fun, more of a fun fight. It would be good matchup, but it would be more fun too. You know, him and Charlo. You know, Charlo gonna be talking cash shit. You know, him and Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs ain't gonna talk shit. Triple G ain't gonna talk shit. The build up is not really gonna be there. But him and Billy Joe. You know, Billy Joe going. He gonna stay. He he gonna sell a fight. Sell a fight. He gonna sell that junk alone. You know, just off the talk, man. And UK money, man, shit. Like I keep saying, man, I want to be a UK fighter, man. They get that UK money, you be set for life, man. Let me get that EBU belt, man. Damn. This is crazy over there. But that, yeah, I, I almost forgot about that. When, yeah, that, that Billy Joe winning the Triple G. Because they're the ones that kind of been in the same era for a while in the division right. that right. never have crossed that we wanted to go ahead and see cross. So that, that would probably be the logical fight, yeah. But my another question, man, like whenever a fight see the way we think, okay, whenever a big fight can't be made, what is, what do you think it is the hold up why they just can't go ahead and grab the next opponent that says, I wanna do it? The next top rank, um, you know? Well, we definitely know one thing, and it's a lot of people involved in decision making. I mean, you know, the fight always say, Man, at the end of the day, I'm the fighter, I can say who I'm fighting, but but how true is that? that I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How true is that? You know, I don't know what everybody's contracts say. I don't know the ins and outs, the intricacies of you know different contracts. But we definitely know it's a lot of. I mean, look look look, look at the AJ fight. It's like AJ is kind of like, uh, but Hearn is definitely like, no way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No <laughs> way. No way. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a lot of stuff that come that come that comes in 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 into play to Ant, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but the fighter is part of it. I mean the fighter definitely should have a say and say, Hey man, wait a minute, hold up. That ain't what I want to do for my fans. They should have a, a, a say in that, but I know it's it's a machine when it comes down to the you know, the matchmaking, the promoters, the you know, all types of crap. You know, but um, I don't know. But it, it, it it's it kind of go back just to the politics of boxing, man, which makes us hate the sport sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, this this is not like the first thing that they've done to us to make us feel like, you know, y'all be doing anything. You know, they 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 definitely thrown us fights and sold fights and made fights. There was totally, you know, mm-hmm. ridiculous to us, but um. I mean, the thing about it is, I don't know. It just sucks to me because all this, all, all this had to happen because had none of this happened, we wouldn't even have to really get into this man's head and really question his uh, 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 choice of opponent. You know, he he chose. You know, him and Canelo they signed a contract. That 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 fight was on. It, it it just sucks now because now it's it's last minute. It's this is that. You know what I mean? I don't know who 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 takes the full blame. Who who do you think and takes the full brunt of it? Because I know it's a lot going on behind the scenes. I think it's definitely 
Canelo and his whole camp, you know, every, everybody responsible for, you know, his, you know, his nutrition, everything. I think. But even like Triple G, not like hopping on. Oh, his- not him taking that fight. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, how, I mean, I think it's more so just the, it ain't the fighter in that situation. It's more like the managers and the matchmakers. Cause I think, I think that they, they start to get a little bit nervous about what's going to bring in what type of money. You know, they they start to say, okay, like Canelo fight is off. Everybody's sweating. Everybody's worried because money's going to change. And then they're like, well, let's get the number two guy. Well, is this number two guy? Is he going to make as much as Canelo? You know, they start. Exactly. Everybody's exactly. like, is, are they still? Is this place going to pull in the same amount? Is this hotel? Everybody going to come to this hotel? Exactly. Everybody going to buy the same amount of tickets? What are we going to do? You know, they like, we, that's no guarantee. So they're like, well, let's get a. Instead of trying to take the big gamble and make these guys lose money and then pay the fighter, you know, this this large amount of money that we can't afford. Let's just go ahead and get a safe opponent, you know? Yeah. I feel like they might just say a let's cheap get some opponent. Yeah, a cheap opponent. Yeah. Cheap opponent. You know what I'm saying? So, not, nobody really loses too much, you know. Because we always gotta factor that in that, you know, Canelo was was was, was the money. Now mm-hmm. the money is out the fight. So now the money is out to fight. Okay, Triple G, he's still a champion. We still got to give him two million, whatever. Okay, so after the two million, we only got four million left. So we got to pay this. Well, we need we we need a fighter that's going to fight for about a hundred thousand dollars to be to be to be honest. You know what I'm saying? It come down to the to, to to the money. You know, and Sullivan, the, the guys that they name. Well, I mean, Boo Boo probably would have took, you know, low money. O'Sullivan, I know he would have took any check. You know, Charlo might have said, hey, man, I need this. And Danny Jacobs definitely would have been like, hey, I need this. And Billy Joe Damsel would have been like, hey, man, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm Billy Joe Saunders. I ain't got to do, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I'm... It, it, is, it, is, it is a money thing. And, and, you know, you put the numbers into the equation and they got to make sense. And don't forget, you know, they had to refund the Canelo Triple G tickets. And, dude, you know, they ain't... Whew, you know, yes. people don't like giving money back, and I don't yeah. care who you are. And, and, so, and yeah. Just for everybody to remember, too, we talk about boxing hardcore fans. We care about the records, but it's more than a record on the line, you know, when you're looking at it in a financial situation. You know what I mean? There's more think to about the promo- records. The billboards, the commercials, the YouTube, gym, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff was already running, already paid for, already spent. You know what I mean? Now the fight not even happening. They was promoting. It wasn't major promotion, but I'm sure it was a billboard probably in Vegas with the fight in different places. You know what I'm saying? They they were doing things. Money was in play. Had to lock down that date. You know, Cinco de Mayo. I know you got. I know you got to put a down payment on that shit at least. You, you know to. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, guarantee you got to have some type of deposit on there. Then you know, of course, you got HBO twenty four seven. You know, filmmakers yeah. trying to get their buck. So it's like whenever that that fight was canceled, it's like none of y'all are getting paid now. You know what I mean? So they're probably like, shit, you better pay us. So we we put away time for it. You know, you got to give us something. You got to. And you know that was already in the mix 24-7. You know, already know they was probably on the third, definitely at least second episode, you know, probably mm-hmm. working on the third installment. I mean. Until that camera walked in and saw Canelo eating that plate of beef. And was like, <laughs> man, what you eating, Canelo? It was like, damn. Walked in there, he had a needle in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, man. What you guys doing, man? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just yeah. kidding. But um, before uh. Before I go on with this, uh, I was just messing around here and I saw Gary O'Sullivan declines offer to fight uh, Golovkin, man. 
just then, like three hours ago. Wow. So, shit, man, come on, man. You might as well just cancel it, yo. It's looking like it's probably gonna be canceled because it's just. I mean, how about how many weeks are we out now, man? Uh, well, we're less than a month away, so we gotta be what, like, I want to say one, two, three weeks. Three weeks, and you know, yeah. come on, I mean. It's just, yeah, that's probably going to be the best thing. But, yeah, it's, it's somebody going to lose some money. Some people going to lose some money. No, I'm not. And you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be the some, first time somebody yeah. lose some money off this, yeah, you know. Shit, they got money. It's all right. Yeah. It'll be all right. It'll be good. But uh, on a on a smaller note, man, what did you think about uh, AJ offering Deontay Wilder that uh, that 12, that 12%? <laughs> It's um, it's kind of like we were talking about earlier. You know what I'm saying? When people really want to fight, it ain't. It's it's it's, it's no questions, and it's, it's obvious. And to me, that's just another tactic to buy time, stall, you know, the fight or whatever. I mean, this man, you know, he putting his life on the line. He's a champion, like you say, and he's more fights than Anthony Joshua, more known in the States, man. You want to offer him 12%? Where do you even come up with a percentage of 12%, man? What, what is that? I think it's very disrespectful, man. Very disrespectful. You know what I mean? I ain't saying it got to be 50-50, but just be, be fair, man. He is a champion. He is undefeated. He is a major, major threat to you. So mm-hmm. come on, man. Be, 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 be realistic, you know? Yeah, I was. Uh, I think it's another tactic to the 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 to turn Wilder off a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think every time Wilder hears that stuff, it just kind of starts to make him look a different way now, you know, and just think that I can go on and fight somebody else and you know call it a day soon, you know. Yeah. So why is he gonna keep begging him? Because um, I was arguing with somebody, not really arguing, but just going back and forth with somebody online. They were saying that Wilder might as well take it, or you know, Wilder ain't in any position to 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 ask for more. So I commented, I said it should be to me, I said it should be fifty fifty because yeah, Wilder is undefeated. He has more wins and he has a belt. So the other guy was like, that makes more sense now that he looks at it, you know? You know, yeah. he had to kind of bow down to it because I'm like, this guy's a champion too, you know, this guy had his belt even longer. So why would you disrespect him by offering him, you know, pennies compared you know with 12 million ain't pennies but you know just you know a flat rate of 12 million while you making you know maybe hundreds of millions you know you wouldn't we ain't even talking about what you're making on the back end so why would you try to disrespect this champion and when i said that then you're going then you actually look at it in hindsight and say yeah 50 50 is fair come on you know exactly to me yeah. like yeah 60 40 is good too but me just me being me and being mature about it, 50 50 because they both we coming to see both of them. Exactly. I mean, and like you say, the sixty forty. Uh, you know, I, I I I I get I get that. You know, seventy thirty is a little disrespectful because you're not that much bigger than him. You just happen to be in a financial better financial demographic because of where you are. That's it. It's not that you're bigger than him, man. You know, it's just the way you happen to be. But um, Wilder. Got to play chess, too, and not checkers. You know what I'm saying? It's about the money, but it's not all about the money. You know, they give you something that's not the best, which you can work with, which ain't 12%. That's disrespectful. But they give you something. You know, you got to play, because then 
you know, you go in here and do what you got to do. Then you're the A side. Then you can play that game with them. So, you know, you got to play chess and not checkers and, and, you know, play the game. But, I mean, just the 12%, to me, that's just something to buy time and to – that's to me, that translates into I don't want to fight right now. Mm-hmm. That's what it translated into me. It is. It, it, it is because why else would you just be disrespectful and just throw a number out there like that? Instead of actually saying, yeah, we all sat down together. We all got on a conference call and we talked about it. And then he rejected. But no, you just kind of treating Wilder like, hey, I'll give you this. Take this and we'll do it, you know? You and just kind of throwing his money his way like he's some type of stripper or something. You know, you're just throwing it like, oh, he's going to catch it, you know? Nah, it ain't work like that. He'll take this. You know, and the thing about it, you know, Eddie Hearn, his dad was a, a huge promoter. He's a huge promoter. He ain't new to the game. He know the ins and outs. He know the life of a fight. He knows everything about the game and, you know, for him to be thinking that that was something fair to do. I mean, it just kind of, you know, lets you see the mentality of, you know, some of these guys out here. He know that Deontay Wilder's going to risk his life that night. And he knows well, that. Yeah, and, well, he, and he knows that AJ could lose his that night. <laughs> as well as AJ. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so why wouldn't a guy that's not fighting at all that night want the guys who are fighting to be well compensated, man. You 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 know what time it is, but you know that's another whole thing. And but I, I do, at the end of the day, like I say, I thought that was a very disrespectful offer. Now Floyd Mayweather, different people have been saying, you know, because they talking about twelve percent of a hundred million dollars. It don't matter what the what the money amount is. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. okay, if it's a hundred, look how much more AJ is getting in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it it, it don't matter, man. The percentages got to be. Fair, man. It got to be fair, man. Just, I mean, that's what's wrong with the sport. You know, that's why we got all this bullshit going on there. If everything, everybody would say 50 50, we'd be having more fights, more stuff be happening. But, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of entities behind the scene and, and doing things, you know, outside of the fighters that are making the fights that we want to see hard, hard to be made. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, in a second, and I'm going to be over the shit. In a minute, I'm going to be over the shit because, like like you say, the sport goes on. There's other good fights out there that I want to see, and I'm not stopping my life waiting for AJ. And I'm saying AJ because, I mean, he's the holdup. He's the holdup. Yeah, him and his team are the holdup because, yeah, like everything they're saying and they're, all these offers they're throwing out is just – throwaway things they're saying to make it look like they're doing something but at the same time we already know those are just little you know little shields you know trying to put up trying to trying to make trying to make you know wild to go away you know they're trying to put him off with those ridiculous offers you know they want him to go away so we'll stop so we'll be over it and so we'll stop thinking about it but look and just just the same way you said you had to break it down to that guy that's probably the mentality of a lot of people. They, they've been hearing all this AJ stuff, all this AJ stuff. He might not even know who Wilder was. He didn't even know he was a champion, maybe. He didn't know all the stuff that he had. So when you say, wait a minute, hold up, bro. This guy's a champion, too. He's been sharing you broke down all the stats. Then he could say, okay, it is 50-50, but people so, all they know is AJ right now. I seen him on Conan. I seen him on, you know what I mean? The world is kind of captivated with him in a way where they don't understand. But then when you broke it down, no, I mean, I mean, these guys, this is even playing field. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because I'm just being honest with him. I was like, okay, AJ, 
is this superstar. But in the boxing world, he's still got a lot to learn. You know, where Wilder, you know, he's been in a little bit longer, but um, he, you know, he's on a he's on a level two. You know, he's not just some little up and comer. You know, he he's earned everything he's got. You know, so why not just go ahead and say fifty fifty? But like you were saying, if you could make it sixty forty, or what seventy five. But seventy five, thirty five, sixty five, yeah, something so, like that. If you could, yeah, if you could make it something like that, yeah, if you made it something like that, go ahead and take it, take Joshua out, and then you that'll be it, you know. Sometimes, it. yeah, you do got to take that low bit of money, not low, but you gotta. Sometimes you do got to say, okay, um, it's might have to take that low end, but all right, I'm gonna just have to prove why I am the best, you know. Right. That's why I say, you know, playing chess, playing, you know, not playing checkers. So, you know, that, all right, I'm going to take the small thing right now. But on the, on, 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 on the turnaround, I'm going to get the bigger slice. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, I mean, but I'm just saying. I mean, a man shouldn't have to go through all this mental anguish just to fight, man. I mean, all I don't want to do is fight, you know what I mean? They got him doing math. They got him doing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got him doing math. They got him doing percentages and shit. He just want to fight, man. They got him learning, what is it, civics? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. He's like, so when they say this, it means one thing. <laughs> you got to oh, go man. through all that madness, man. Mm. Tell you, that's the thing, man, like, I always say too, man, money it can it can turn people around for the good or the bad, man. <laughs> and in this situation it's 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 it just spells greed, you know. Yeah. Like you say, you know, it just spells greed with a lot of people around the fighters. Cause you know, a lot of the times the fighters they want to fight. Or, you know, sometimes if they don't want to fight, they'll go ahead and admit it. But when you got like these other people, like you say, Hearn my Eddie Hearn behind him, they like, no, nah, you ain't taking that shit, you know. <laughs> It's like we stand to lose too much if you lose. So. Yeah, I mean, because that's the mill ticket. So if the mill ticket gets stopped, you know, the mills get smaller. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, we we know why, but that's that that's the that's not the best interest of the sport. I mean, that just gotta happen sometimes. Hey, you milked them while you could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, then it, and then another thing, it ain't like they don't got thirty other fighters. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he get a check from AJ, check from him, check from him. I mean, he got checks all over the place, man. How I many, you know, just greed, man. Greed. It is. It's just greed because, yeah, he stands to make money from so many of his fighters, you know. Yeah. And he, anyway, you know, he good for life anyway, man. So come on, man. Why you why you trying not to pay? Why, you act like it's going to stop your money paying Wilder a fair amount. You you act like you're going to go bankrupt paying him a fair amount of money. So why do that? You know what I mean? You know, it's a Jedi mind trick. I know he's not going to accept it, accept this. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's you know, the Jedi mind trick. You know, because the thing about it is, like, Wilder, if he accepts something like that, he would kind of be a sucker because you devaluing yourself. You're risking your life. You're the champion of the world. You, you know, got a bronze medal in the Olympics. You, you got to know your worth. You know what I'm saying? You can't just say, man, I just said fuck it and did it. No, you can't do that, man. You you got to, you know, if, if it come down to that, fuck it, then I won't fight him. You know, it just, you know, I, what can I, I think I think that Wilder, he approached it in that right way because, you know, even when he was on the interview, he said, uh, that Breakfast Club interview, he said that I feel like I really don't need AJ, you know? He's kind of <laughs> at that point where he feel like he don't need him. 
But if it come along, I'm sure he'll take it. But, you know, just to take it. But, like, as far as needing and begging him, he ain't in that mind frame of begging him, you know? Right. 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 And I guess that's why he didn't even want to be the, um, you know, he didn't want to be one of the, uh, what do you call it, analysts that night, you know, at, at the Sky Sports analyst, you know, when um, AJ was fighting Parker. He didn't even want to be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they said, if he couldn't get in the ring afterwards, then, I mean, it just was like a, another slap in his face because what other fighter has that ever happened to? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I can, I'm good enough to commentate the fight you know, because I'm the heavyweight champion, but I can't get in the ring after the fight, you know, and say a few words. I mean, it's just... Hey, AJ's going to be like, stop, hold up, yeah. <laughs> hold up. He was like, I saw what he did to Ortiz. That scares me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to go through any of that, man, so... Ridiculous. That's what I mean. They want to be stars, but they don't want to deal with that, you know, that part of the the drama that comes with it. You know, that stuff is part of boxing, you know? If AJ I'm wants gonna... to stake his claim why he's the best, you got to you know, stand stand up to him. But ain't the shit would have been dope just to see them two in the ring talking trash. You know, I mean, I mean, AJ could have been selling wolf tickets that day. I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna bloody Dude. spark you out, mate. Whatever. Dude. But because nothing's gonna happen. Security is there. Nothing's gonna happen. And you know, Wilder's you, not the type to go ahead and swing on him like that. Yeah, of course not. He wasn't gonna do that. The dude, he wouldn't. He can't make. Wild and mad enough to swing on him in that ring, man. That's not no. That was mm-hmm. the least, you know, thing that that, that 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 was capable of happening. Wilder losing it and hitting him, man. It just was. I, I don't know what he had to lose. I don't know what AJ thought he had to lose by letting him in there, dude. But it's just another thing. This is not. It's just another thing saying he don't want to fight. He ain't really. I mean, he not really that. It's not. He not really that interested in it. I mean, because if you want that fight, yeah, come on, y'all, yeah, what's up? Come on, after the fight, come in the ring. We are mm-hmm. gonna let everybody see. They are gonna hear it from my mouth. They are gonna hear it from your mouth. We, 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 you know what I mean? That's that's that, that's yeah. how I would carry. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can get in the ring. Come on, I would have called them out. I would have called mm-hmm. them out after the fight. Yep. You know, yes. you, you know what I'm saying? That that alone right there would have done two things. I felt like that right there would have definitely raised the stock of the fight more so than trying to let let it marinate you know, trying to fight all these other fighters and build it up, that right there would have made it, you know, skyrocket right there. And then number two, that would have, that would have, um, that would have, a lot of people lost respect for AJ. That would have gained a lot of it back, you know. A lot of people would have been, oh shit, you know, he ain't nothing to play. They'd be like, I got respect for him now. And and look, it might have even had a little psychological effect on Wilder for the fact that he wasn't expecting him to call him out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In front of 80,000 people. You know, I know I it wouldn't have scared, AJ wouldn't have been scared, but he would have still been like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe this dude do feel like, you know, maybe he is confident. You know what I mean? So uh, it would have just been good all around. I don't see nothing bad that could have had came out of that, dude. Mm-hmm. Except, except for the fans not getting to see it. That was it. That's what one bad thing came out of it is the fans not getting to see y'all face off you know, after after the fight. You know? you know, when it all come down to it, like we say, it was Hearn's, it was, you know, it was probably Hearn's idea behind it of um, making sure they had what they call a restraining order against Wilder. You know, it was all Absolutely. him. He was like, if, if he do come in the ring, there was like, we got to make it happen and we don't want to make it happen right now or never. <laughs> exactly. 
Because you know, whenever uh, Ortiz and Wilder they went back and forth, Ortiz had a translator, but he still stood his ground. You know what I mean? You a bitch. He was like, wait, what did he say? Bitch. Ortiz is like, translate that. (laughs) But you know, that's what I'm saying. Like they know that once it go down to that, it usually nine times out of ten it's got to happen. So Hearn was like, oh, we can't let that happen. Man, but how how do you think it'll ever happen? That's always a question I got. Do you think it'll ever happen, man? I mean, if it if it, if it happens, I'll be surprised. That if it happens, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm more so on that mind frame now. Yeah, think about it. It's not Wild Think Wild is thirty three. Two years, he'd be thirty five. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to happen now, or it ain't gonna happen. That or it's not gonna be the same. It has yeah. to happen right now. AJ's 28, Wilder's 33. You know what I'm saying? Nobody would want to see this fight five years from now. Mm-hmm. Both of them in their 30s, Wild almost four. I mean, it's it has to happen right now, man. The time is right, right now. Not yeah, a year from, from now, here, right now. Yeah, because from here for Wilder, the, the, the fights are only going to get harder. You know what I mean? Like, not necessary because you, you – your opponent is that good, but sometimes you know that boxing age kicks in, and yeah, man, like, you, yeah. know, you start getting slower yes. and you taking more risks, yeah. you know. So yes, and we know. And I mean, AJ is a formidable force. I mean, he's a big guy, so I mean, we can't. You'd be a fool to like dismiss some of that stuff and think, oh no, I still, you know. I mean, like we say. Wilder 33, I, I I don't know if he'd be 34 this year or he turned 33 this year or whatever, but he getting up there, getting mm-hmm. up there, you know, and it's no, it's not, oh, man, you don't lose your speed till you're 43. No, that ain't no, we don't know, you don't know when it happened. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no, ain't no age limit on that stuff, you know? You're right. There's no guaranteed time you lose that, man. There's no guaranteed time. So, I mean, but you just know. You teetering in them early thirties, the mid thirties. You know what's coming. You know what's mm-hmm. it's, it's getting around to that. All right, it's getting around to that. You know, so I mean, like I said, time is now. You know what I'm saying for that fight. Um, and I'm gonna be surprised. I'll be surprised if if, if it happened. That I mean, we've seen it happen before with Lennox Lewis and Riddick's Riddick Bowe. It's not the first time that you know something like this has happened. Mm-hmm. But almost the same identical thing happened twenty years ago, you know, with Riddick Bowe and um Lennox Lewis. You know, yeah, you fight two of those best in the division. Same thing, UK, America, heavyweight belts. We never got to see it. Yeah. So um Yeah, like like you say, yeah, it would be it would be upsetting, but at the same time it, it's nothing new or we would like right totally be done with the sport it's just something that happens sometimes you know because we already know like we said it's not just about fighters and records it's about the men behind them that are pulling their strings at some point you know yeah. like we know wilder's not, not not the one with the puppet strings but you know aj he's got um you know Hearn pulling them strings sometimes and you know he's got them in a different direction right now so yeah like if it don't happen it don't happen man but 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 come on, man! Twelve percent, you know they need to be. Come on, you know twelve percent—that was ridiculous, man. Disrespectful, man. But shoot, yeah, man. Before I, 
before we roll out, man, I just want to say, yeah, man, at that contender show that's supposed to be filming this month, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah, for sure. Got uh, Andre Ward hosting, right? It's Andre Ward, Nassim Richardson, and Freddie uh, Roach. Freddie Roach, they're yeah. All, like, you know, training people and they're going to wind up, um, you know, going up against each other, whatever. So it's... <laughs> is 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 a guarantee is a guarantee good show ain't i mean but yeah. for me i don't you know some people oh man i you know for me i don't even it's a no-brainer for me oh yeah for me man like that's all that's kind of what helped me kind of like revamp boxing in me when that first one came out back in 2005 with you know sylvester stallone and now yeah. you know sylvester stallone yeah that's when we first caught that glimpse of Ishay Smith and them, Sergio Moore, you know, I was like, Shh, this, this, I, they had, they just had it really set up where it was like a good build up to, you know, what a fighter goes through, you know. But shoot, man, uh, before we roll out, anything else you want to say, man? Um, no, nah, man, like you said, just looking forward to that contender thing, that contender um show, bring bringing that back, man, and uh, I just wanted to say it. You know, it's a good time to be involved with the sport, too. It's a lot going on. I mean, just something like them bringing the contender back in. That's just another good look for the sport. You know what I'm saying? I mean, boxing on all the TV stations and, you know, all the boxing that we have now, um, I just think it's a very good time to be, you know, in the sport. And, um, and another thing I wanted to say, Ant, that, you know, this is me, this is our passion, and, you know, we come from the heart with, you know, our opinions or our perspectives on the sport. And um, it's just, you know, it's just something, it's just something we, we love to do, but it's, but it's not for everybody, y'all. You know, so, I mean, people at the job or people who might know me and think I don't talk about, because it's not for everybody. I'm, you know, this is for people who love boxing, man. Know, mm-hmm. or people who think that they might want to love boxing, but it's definitely for people who already love boxing. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of just reiterate that and put that out there. Like people think, oh man, you're trying to get like I'm not. I'm trying to get likes from people who like boxing, not just anybody. You know, we're looking for followers who are into the sport. We look for people. You know, I want to have conversations and open dialogue with people who know about the sport. You know, who love the sport. I'm not right. about debating with a person about about this we you know we we, we want to have good healthy conversations about the sport man that's what we like to talk about so that's it and just rambling on i mean i see it the same way that's how i am man like like i tell you, you know boxing is life you know that's what i'm saying like i want to talk about life with somebody that that you know that, that that appreciates it you know same with boxing i want to talk about somebody that appreciates and actually kind of understands where I'm coming from with it, you know? Like, when I'm talking about something in life, you know, I want to talk to somebody that 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 can, whatever it is, and kind of guide me on the right path about whatever it is I got a question about, you know? Right. Or whatever it is we're discussing about, somebody that's going to actually talk to me about it, whether somebody says, oh, life sucks, you know, just going about your business. You know, you get some people that say boxing sucks. I don't care. So I'm not really going to talk to you about that, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's my thing. Cause I've been getting a lot of oh, Paris, I see what's going on with you doing, and I and I don't want people. If you don't like boxing, I, I'm not looking for your support. You know, I'm not being like funny like that. But you see what I'm saying, and I mean, yeah. 
So uh, you know, I, I, this is for people who 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 love this and, and, and who get it. You know, I mean, you can support me in another way. You support the Jab Effect in another way. You can support Anthony in another way if you want to. You know, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> this, this is something that we love. We don't expect every all my friends to love this. You know what I'm saying, or family. But we looking for people who do love it so we can, you know, talk. You know, box and talk. You know, that's what we do. Yeah, because, I mean, if y'all feel whoever it is, you know, you're talking about, if y'all felt the same way, you'd see more squares up here with people hanging out talking right now, maybe, you know, or you have some people say, hey, I want to I wanna get in on the talk because, you know, I know such and such is fighting it. Okay, you know, but it ain't, it ain't working like that. You, it kind of, this kind of sums it down to who's real about it <laughs> around us, you know what I mean? I mean, and that's it. And then, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I ain't even going to lie. I can't talk boxing with just anybody because people irritate me because they don't even know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it has to be on a, it has to be on that level we yeah, talking about. Our partnership is good enough for me, Ant, because, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't do too many people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I said it right. Boxing is life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, next big fight we got coming up, Adrian Bona versus Jesse Vargas, April 21st. And that's a car with Tank and uh, Jamal Charlo on there. So those will probably be the next ones we're taking a look at, right? Yeah, for the most part. You know, we got – yeah, yeah, yeah. You said the 21st, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Not this Saturday, but next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next Saturday. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. Like I always say, make sure y'all subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and you can all uh, check us out on subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But you know, if you just look us up, it's hashtag Jab Podcast. It's the only one to come up because we're the only one in our own lane. But um, for our role, like I always say, my name is Ant. Boy, boxing Pete. And we are out. See y'all for the next one. Peace. Later.